Hello, welcome back to Eminem Deep Dive. We're back from our elongated Christmas break, and I am your uh, main host today, and my I have my secondary host, Madeline, but I'm Hello. your main host. I- I'm Mac, and today we're reviewing the Divergent movie. Yay! This is, this is something we've been talking about doing for a long time, so it took Madeline about a week to watch the movie. It took me two hours. Um, yeah. And so we're just really excited to get into it. We're not doing the book. We're, we have a special guest joining us to do the book. Mm-hmm. Right, Madeline? Yes, we do. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> so look forward to that. And we will get started right now. I just threw something on the okay. floor. Just a little cough drop in your mouth. Are you ready? Yeah, we can start. I mean, I can All talk. Right. It's just like I wasn't going to be ready to do the intro. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and open us up. Okay. Open us up up in prayer, Mac. I'll open us up in (laughs) movie-wise. So the opening of the movie, uh, go ahead and guess. Um, This is an adaptation from a book to a movie. So, of course, it's going to have a voiceover, which is kind of cheap. I feel like it should have a different way to give us exposition. But it's not really something that I can plan about a lot. (laughs) So it opens, and we have... uh, if, if you haven't ever known Divergent, which I don't blame you, uh, like, just quick overview, there's five districts, I mean, factions. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's it is a lot thing. like the Hunger Games. It, it's the Hunger Games without the actual games. But it's, five it's like factions. the Hunger Games in, like, the one city, like, not over an entire country. Yeah, and instead of, um, instead of going to the Reaping and get chosen to go to the games, you choose one of the five factions to live for forever. You abandon the rest of What is of your that life. even called? They call it Choosing Day, don't they? Yeah, that's kind of lame. That's what it's called. So yeah, yesterday happening... when we were going over it, I was like, I just finished the part where they got to the Reaping. And I was like, wait, that's, that's all right. Yeah, it's a lot like Hunger Games. So the five factions, there's Dauntless, Erudite. It's really, Erudite, what the heck? Um... Candor. They're SAT level words. Uh, what's the two others? Ab- abnegation and abnegation. Did you already say a- oh, yeah. Ar- Amity? Amity. Amity. I always forget about Amity. They're so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're just not in it at all. Listen, it's not important. It's really not. Just we only focus on Dauntless and Abnegation and a little bit of Erudite, but yeah, yeah. The other two are just kind of there. They just exist. And if you are listening to this. And you haven't read the books. Why are you listening? Well, like, I just don't see how you'd be interested <laughs> in this if you haven't read the books. But I know some Honestly, people have. I don't know like, if my friend is... Corbin has. Hi, Corbin. And he's watched the movies? <laughs> no, he's, he's read The Hunger Games, not this one. Mm, okay. Well, anyway, I just want to say something. Like, the book is honestly not that bad on its own. Like, right. just the first book. But then she just... Veronica, like, this is a whole other podcast episode that we're going to delve into, but, like, she should have just ended it right at the end of initiation. Madeline, we'll yeah. get there, okay? You gotta, I know! You gotta slow I have it in my notes, role. but I'm just saying. It's a good book. It's not as bad as, bad as Max making it, but it just goes on forever. I am going to try to be a little bit positive here. And <laughs> to give you a background on how I read the book, um, my mom got it for me. I was like, Mac, read this book. It took me, like, a three months, so, um... We actually sailed our really big sailboat uh, across Not the Gulf big. of Mexico to the whatever to the Keys, <laughs> and um, I read it. I read 400 pages of the book, and there's 470 in one sitting because there's nothing else to do. Good and job. I was like, "Whoa, well, the book's gonna end. Wait, there's 70 more pages." <laughs> anyway, we're not there yet. Stop distracting me, Madeline. It's your fault. I didn't distract you that time. That was your fault. All right, so anyway, Abnegation, that's where our main lead actress, we're just going to call her Triss, even though her name is Beatrice right now, played by Shailene Woodley, um, who's gone on to do nothing, right? <laughs> she did pretty, pretty what? Sure the fault, didn't she do a Fault in Her Stars with the character that plays her brother as her love interest? In yeah, it's a little weird. Movie? And she yeah. also is in another, she's in another love story, who, uh, and her love interest is Miles Teller, who plays Peter, the best character in the movie. <laughs> So she's uh she's a little out there. And uh so Shailene Woodley plays our main girl Triss. Wait, what's her last name? I, I always Pryor. Pryor, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's choosing day for uh Triss and her brother, and they go to choosing day. We meet we meet Kate Kate Winslet's mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. 
first they have the little test thingy. Their little mind oh. test. We're at the part where they have their brain test. Right. Mm-hmm. They have the brain test, which basically tells you which faction you're going to be in, because apparently in this universe, you only have one kind of tray as a person. Yeah, and so... Um, Guess who has more than one? Whoa! Take a gander. I bet you'll never figure it out. It's our main girl, Shailene, Ch- uh, Triss. Yeah. What? That's crazy. It's rad. And um, so she... Wait, what are the three factions? They don't actually say it in the movie, do they? Uh, no, they do. Um, at, like, the very beginning. Abnegation, Area Day. Um, oh, the three... The, wait, the three factions that she has? Yeah. Um, her factions are Abnegation, Dauntless, and Erudite. Book so, like, the three big ones. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. So, then, anyway, the Tori, who's played by Maggie Q, uh, the, mm-hmm. I know her from Live Free or Die Hard. She gets dropped down an elevator shaft by John McClane. So, that's how I know her. And, um, so she's like, Tris, don't tell anybody about that you're divergent. That's what it's called in more than one character trait. And she's like, don't tell anybody. I'm not going to give you any follow-up details. Just don't talk. And so uh, she doesn't. They go home, and then it's the choosing day, right? Oh, and I'm looking at a set photo right now just for a second. And -hmm. I just realized um, the dress that uh, Triss wears when she's in abnegation looks exactly Mm -hmm. like like Prim's dress from Hunger Games. Oh, that's that's great. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we meet uh, Kate Winslet's character, which, why'd she sign on to this? Anyway, um, so there's really nothing here except with Kate Winslet right now. And so uh, they do this thing where you choose your faction, you pour blood in a bowl, which hopefully someone's cleaning that knife. And actually, I did, I did look very closely. A dude does walk up and wipes the knife clean. Oh, okay. Good I was him. just, Yeah. I can't remember if in the book, I have to relook at this part, but I'm pretty sure that they each, like, had their own knife or something. I don't know. I don't know. And so there's a big thing. Caleb, Triss's brother, chooses Erudite, and Erudite and Abnegation are kind of, like, enemies uh, tussling right now because Erudite thinks they should run the government, not Abnegation. And um, so Caleb chooses Erudite, which is, like, betrayal or something. I don't know. Yeah, and, and his dad, hold on, and their dad is part of the government in area or in um, abnegation. So it's kind of like, oh, dang, you're going to your own family. Ooh. Faction before blood, right? I know, right? Yeah, anyway. So then it's Triss's turn. And I I do like the, um, I actually do like the uh, tension build up here because, uh, like, the whole time her mom's been saying, uh, I love you no matter what. And uh, I, I actually did like this part. And Triss chooses the um, Dauntless, which is the really cool people. Yeah. And what happens if you accidentally drop your blood into a different, like, bowl? Yeah, that's what I it was about. Like... It was about to fall into abnegation. Yeah, like, what if you're like, eh, eh, maybe, maybe not. It's just like, you're like, oh, shoot, I went to the wrong one. Like, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, um, so this is uh, when uh, everybody leaves to go to their new factions, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yeah, so they Dauntless gets on this train, like they run with the train because they're really cool, and they just hop on it while it's moving because they're mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, and this is when I noticed that um, the score by Junkie XL, which I describe as Hans Zimmer with a little more edge. Yeah, uh, it's really good. It's a really great score. Uh, for the most part, until we get to the LA Golding parts, and um, the VFX look really great here. I don't know what they used, but the green screen looks da- looks fi- great. Like when a <laughs> like when a Triss looks down mm-hmm. at the uh, towards the ground while she's on the train. I don't know what it was. Did they just blow their VFX budget there? Because the green screen really like digresses the rest of the movie. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I was busy trying to get through the movie. I wasn't paying attention to that. Okay, my thing here is, um, in when they jump off the train, um, first of all, a boy gets left behind. 
that didn't happen. And then a girl overshoots it and then dies in like the first five minutes of her being dauntless. And that didn't Wait, happen. Wait, in the movie or the book? Oh. In the book. Yeah, and then yeah. like two kids don't jump off the train. So I kinda remember that, yeah. It's just kinda like, I was like, oh dang it, no crooked angles. Crooked angles or crooked ankles? Well, those two. But, like, I remember it's like, her bones were all faced the wrong angle. I don't know. It was weird, but I just remember it as being, like, crooked angles. That's how I remember this, the part in the book. Okay, moving on. Anyway, we get to uh, all the initiates, which is what they call, like, the new kids on the block. Mm-hmm. And uh, we meet Jai Courtney's character, who plays Eric. And I am not a fan at all of Jai Courtney. He has no charisma. He played Kyle Reese in Terminator Genesis, and he is such a bland actor. He's like Sam Worthington. He's, yeah. Anyway, I I don't like him. I felt like, I don't know, for some reason in the book, I imagined Eric as like not being white, because I felt like, I felt like he would have had like a really good personality, like not personality, but I liked his character in my head as like having like dreadlocks and stuff, because I thought that would be like like I just felt like that was something that like he would have, but then he didn't in the movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Eric's, found... Eric was much scarier in the book. Anyway. Yeah, he was. And was I menacing, like, but I was yeah. really kind of disappointed. I was like watching him, like, are you this? This is Eric. Are you familiar? <laughs> this is like nothing to him. And okay. to be honest, this is probably Jai Courtney's best performance. Oh, that's good. And that it's yeah. It's our best. It's his best performance. All right, man. Moving on to when she meets four, who I also wait, 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 wait. actually okay, never mind. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was gonna say that they like jump down this big old hole, and um, uh, the abnegation girl jumps first, which is Triss. But it, it doesn't matter actually. It it doesn't it's, matter. It's not important. But then we meet four. Bam, bam, bam. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and I have a note. Um, mm-hmm. it's actually not a note. I just thought of it. Okay. I think that uh, Stephen Amell would play a great uh four. From Arrow, the guy who plays. Yes, 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 yes. I was trying to like put a face to a name. Yep, he would have. Yes, I agree with that. Neo James is fine, <laughs> but he's not that. And I guess Arrow was in full force in 2014, which is when it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my chair is creaking a lot. So let's kind of get into the training. Um, Ah, I I hated this. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Let me just give a brief overview of what training is. Basically, if you want to be in a, if you want to be in the Dauntless group, you have to uh, pass a couple tests and not be on the bottom of the list of people, basically. And so they do physical training first. Just implemented this year. Yep. And you do physical training first and mental training first. So second. Mental training first. Let's get that's what you said first twice. Did did I say first twice? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So yeah, mental training last. Yeah. And let's go ahead and get into this. Molly (laughs) I just called you Molly. Oh god. <laughs> okay, it was it's not because I don't know if that's I had a compliment a or not. No, it was because I had a note about Molly saying that she would kill me in a fight. But anyway, Madeline. <laughs> keep I would kill you in a fight as well, so you're not wrong. Whatever. Anyway, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I don't remember now. Um oh <laughs> I hated this part because like the training part because um in the book it's a lot more like structured I feel like and then in the movie it just kind of jumps around a lot um with like what's going on because like they're like they're fighting and then they're throwing knives and then they're shooting guns and it's like okay like what's happening but yeah okay that's me uh I didn't yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind it because then again, I have I've hadn't read the book for a long time. I probably have to go back and overview it. To uh, really, listen, I, <laughs> I, we're waiting till the Divergent book. You need to stop comparing it, Madeline. You need to, I'm from now sorry. On, I'm trying not to, but I literally cannot help it. 
Okay, well, if we want to make our Divergent episode, book episode I know, I will try not to compare anymore. But I just want to point out that a lot of events that are about to happen, happen out of order. Okay, I'm done. Moving on. Okay, oh, you're and, done and, for the entire... No. And... <laughs> and... I'll, I'll say it later when it makes more sense, but yes. Continue. Okay. Um, now on, Madeline, you cannot talk about any differences up till the uh, end of the fitness training or physical training. Okay, yeah, I really then, don't have Then you can else. point out a couple, and then you can you can do your whole nerd thing, and then yeah, you, don't have, I have, you don't get to talk anymore. I have a lot of good ones for the end of the book. I just, I don't know, I just didn't really like this whole fighting part of the movie. I just didn't feel like it made a lot of sense. All right. Like, it made so, sense, but any- not really. Anyway, <laughs> um, they did the physical training. Oh, I forgot to mention Peter. He was Peter. my second note. Oh my gosh, I love... Listen. Oh my gosh, he was in Footloose. <laughs> and the, he played a good. The, I really like his character in Footloose too. No, he plays. In, he's plays in the Footloose reboot. Madeline, you gotta, you gotta. Yeah, I know that. Mention that. And anyway, Peter is good too. Peter's played by Miles Teller, and um, I Miles Miles Teller. He's already good, really good. He's had some. He just. He hasn't had great roles. Like, he was in the awful Fantastic Four movie in 2015. Mm-hmm. And he's in this, which it... He does good as, in the role, but it's not just one of his... It's not really... It's yeah. not one of the best roles you want to get, I wouldn't say. But anyway, we get to the physical training. Uh, Triss gets um, pwned by this... Triss <sighs> gets beaten by Molly. Then Triss is supposedly... Wait, is she supposedly out after she loses to Molly? No, after she loses to Peter. So anyway, yeah. uh, Triss gets but really she motivated. Actually... Okay, I'm not gonna say anything. Okay, yeah, you better not. If it's about the book, you gotta keep it to yourself. <laughs> I'm um, so hard. And uh, after losing to Molly, she realizes that she's gonna get cut if she doesn't work really hard and become determinated. So um, yeah, she punches a bag a lot. Then she gets really good at sharpshooting, and then she's all good. Yeah. <laughs> And then she gets so. blasted by Peter. <laughs> so yeah, we get to the next fight. Uh, Peter, I was rooting for Peter to be honest. Like, I love that guy. I don't know why. He's much more likable in the movie cause, just because of Miles Teller's performance. But in the book, I like him too. It's not as much. Uh, oh yeah, Tris makes friends, right? We got to mention those. Uh, yeah, I want to talk. Okay, I want to name them. I want to name them. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, Al is a whole complex. Okay, I love Al. I hate him. Even though he tries to kill Triss. <laughs> the main character. <laughs> okay, two things. So, first of all, you have Christina, Will, and Al, who are like her BFFs. Will is from Ariadite, Christina is from Candor, and I think Al's also from Candor. Um, and I also want to say, <laughs> I remember you told me you posted on like the R slash the diversion or something. And you were like, <laughs> Peter is my favorite character. And then someone was like, what is wrong with your moral compass? <laughs> I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I did post on the, I did post on the Divergent subreddit because I'm a nerd and I have no outlet. <laughs> and I was like, Peter's the best character, fight me. And someone was like, you need to check your moral compass, man, because you're all kinds of screwed up if you think Peter's the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was, that was funny. Uh, what's next? Oh, oh yeah. I uh, don't think that they um like portrayed the characters as well as they could. Like they're kind of they kind of just exist. Like all of them, all of the yeah, other characters that aren't Triss, they don't really portray their characters as well. Like they're really just bland and mon- monotonous the whole time. Um, it's just kind of like they're there. It, they could literally be a plant, and it wouldn't change. Yeah, like, except we don't. Th- Except uh, plants can't commit suicide like Al does. Yeah. Poor bloke. <laughs> I, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Move on. I do have, I have something good for the suicide, but we're not there yet. We're not, we are not there yet. Um, so, in the book... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, Christina gets in a fight. Christina! Whenever I say Christina, I just have to go, Christina! I don't know why. <laughs> so... Christina is in a fight with Molly. Of course, she gets killed because Molly's like super tough beast. She is terrifying. Yeah, and so um, um, Jai Courtney 
uh, takes her after she secedes. Is that what it's called? Or concedes? Con- yeah, concedes. Concedes, she, like, yeah. like forfeits or whatever. She forfeits, and that's not allowed anymore. So Jai Courtney throws her off a balcony, and she's hanging over this big chasm. And in the book, she hangs for, like, three... Oh, dang it, five. I broke my own rule. <laughs> she hangs for five. Five minutes? Five minutes. I don't know. Also, also, I really have to say this: the chasm scene, like the set for the whole chasm, is all wrong. Yeah, I did. I didn't remember that it was wrong. It's just like the chasm is supposed to like this big, huge, terrifying thing where you can like walk down next to it and stuff. But then it's just like a ditch, and a really deep ditch. It's more like a ravine. Yeah, it's like By a way, tiny grand canyon. Exactly. It's, anyway. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make sense. So, yeah, uh, then a, a giant Courtney in his stale face is like, don't ever concede again or it's over. <laughs> and, no, even even if Dauntless, like, kill people and kill Divergence and stuff, I'd like to be in, whoa, did you see how high my voice went there? Oh! <laughs> I would like I would... to be in Divergent. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'd like to be in Dauntless. Me too. Cool. I think that would be cool. Uh, yeah, I already uh, dyed my hair, so it's cool. I can be part of them. Oh yeah, I guess so. If you yeah. dye your hair, you're cool. Yeah. Oh, okay, so this is when we get to the knife throwing scene. Yay! And so Al, my favorite character ever, uh, keeps missing with the knives. But let's be real, Al was slacking. He was like throwing them. He was throwing them like he just woke up. He was just tossing them over there. And then no wonder uh, Eric comes over and is like. Go stand on the, go stand on the backboard, and so I can try to kill you. And yeah. so, uh, will no wait. By the way, Will and Al's actors look the exact same. Al's hair is just a little more scruffy, and they're like, and uh, just barely. J- yeah, it's super similar. But anyway, Al goes over and stands on the uh backboard where they throw knives, and Four comes over because he has to, and uh, he's about to throw the knives, and then she's like. No, stop. That's not bravery. That's just you forcing them to do that. And so Jai Courtney uh, delivers the bland line and says, well, then it shouldn't be that hard for you to go do that. So but, Tris but, but, does. And uh, Tris gets her ear um, like bloody a little bit because Four had to. So, yeah. Then Eric's like, all right, we're done for the day. So everybody go back Didn't to happen in the book. Okay, I'm done. All right. And so they go in the book and everybody's like, whoa, man, you're so cool. You're so rad. Madeline, are didn't, we going to say something? Are you going to say something? Didn't, didn't are, you, are you sure? I'm that part sure doesn't even hear. make sense. Like the part where they're like, woohoo, she did it. Oh my gosh, girl power. It doesn't really no. make that, that much sense. But, um, and then I have to note this line. It, like, I had... I balled up my fist and shoved it into my mouth because I, like, couldn't control my cringe factor. And so Molly walks up to Tris and goes, like, in a real menacing voice, she goes, hey, and then lightens up and goes, that was pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The I can, like, aw. actually see you doing that. Seriously. It's, oh, my gosh. I can't <sighs> believe they've that made it into the final cut. Did Veronica Roth co-wrote this like a let me see i have that oh nope she didn't because um Mm. what's the girl's name who wrote divergent veronica roth i I mean hungry names suzanne collins right suzanne collins co-wrote the uh screenplay for uh, the hunger games movie so that's why they're like more on tact and make more sense in my on tact yeah so but uh, I, I can't believe that made it into the final. Oh my gosh, I just wanted to die. They just like, <sighs> I feel like if the author isn't there keeping the thing to its, like, you know, to its form, then you know, screenwriters just like take it and just turn it into something slightly ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, it's like any video game to movie adaptation. Mm-hmm. Or like, or like a, like a cartoon, like yeah. Avatar The Last Enderbert. Last Anderbur, what am I saying? Avatar: The Last Airbender, or um, or what's it called? Dragon Ball Evolution. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so Tris gets knocked out by Molly again, and mm-hmm. or not again? Wait, no, Peter. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, Peter. Peter. My Sorry. favorite character, Peter, knocked out the main character, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And uh, so Tris gets put in like the hospital, and she's been knocked out for a day, even though she just got kicked in the face. Oh yeah, just got kicked in the face. Totally. Yeah, it was nothing. Like I, I, I would have probably cried, but I would have not been in the hospital. Actually, I might have. Anyway, you're, so you're really tiny. Yes, I know, but I'm actually five three. I, I just measured myself. And so uh, Christina and Will, I think, go up to Tris and like, "Hey, you're out. My apologies. Got to go. We're playing capture the flag." Champagne, um, homie. Yeah, and then Tris is like, "No, I want to go." And so she runs out there, uh, healed instantly of any all injury and um, any and all injury. And Four's yeah. like, "Oh, sweet. Let me help you on." And uh, so, um, Patton friend, whatever. And then Eric goes, oh, wait, is it for Eric who explains the rules? Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. In the book Eric, or in the movie? Eric goes, so listen, Eric we're gonna play, it. We're going to play a game called, it's like, it's like capture the flag, is what he says. Capture the flag, yeah. And he says, it's it like capture the flag. It, it is, is. capture, it's the same game, except there's guns. <laughs> Oh, by the way, that's what we're playing when you guys get here. Ah, sweet. Capture the flag with paintballs. I'm not like, really like how it was that. supposed to be. <laughs> oh, wait, it was paintballs in the mo- in the book? Yeah. Oh. Because then there was like... That. Okay, whatever. Finish this up, and then I have a good comment for the end of it. Great. And... Yeah. Pop? I wrote a note that just says pop again, question mark. Pop again. I have no idea what I'm... Never mind. <laughs> so, uh, Triss uh, climbs up on a Ferris wheel of four, and mm-hmm. uh, their future love is blooming. very implied here. What am I even saying? Anyway, she goes up to get a good vantage point, then with almost no effort, she goes and takes the flag. And by the Woo! way, someone's eye is definitely going to get shot out with these things. No kidding. Like, at least put on some protection. But no, we're dauntless. We don't do that. No, yeah. I'm okay with getting maimed as long as I'm cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I I don't pop again. What does that even mean? <laughs> like, a, I don't know. Pop. Are you playing with your pop dolls or something? No, I, they're not dolls. <laughs> no. <laughs> And so, anyway, Triss gets on the tower, and she takes the flag, and everything's great, and she somehow gets accepted back in or something. Or she never technically was out, but whatever. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. So, wait. Yeah, it's uh, the end of the physical training, right? Yeah. But this is where um, it gets a little confusing. Um, Not confusing. They just kind of get some events out of order. Oh, um, I'm sure it doesn't have anything to do with the book. No, but I'm just saying. Um, so she goes hang glide, no skydiving. No, what is it called? Ziplining. Oh yeah, ziplining. And Uriah, they don't like they don't touch on Uriah or um, more whatever the other two characters. I'm like, surprised they, they, even, I'm surprised they even paid all. to have an actor for Uriah and the other people. Yeah, because like, those people I mean, cost and- money. Yeah, in the book, like, they do add some more, like, they add, um, I don't know how to say it, but, like, it kind of, like, shows in the book that she's, like, starting to be more accepted into Dauntless than her own friends were making her feel and stuff. And then later, um, they get, like, even closer and stuff. With She gets more closer with Uriah and um, the other two girls. So, yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. So, um, th- oh, I, I have no idea what pop, pop again. <laughs> you wrote it again? No, no, no. I think I was talking about the breaks. <laughs> like, she just, like, the people just say, they're about to throw her off this, like, tower on a zip line, and if you don't pull the brake at the last second, you're going to run into a brick wall. And they're mm-hmm. like, make sure to pull the brake, then they throw her off. And Tris is like, <laughs> oh, sure. And she has no idea where the brake is. And the, oh, this is this is where I also wrote. Never mind about VFX, because <laughs> oh my gosh, it looks so bad. 
And the oh, problem- would you do that? Yeah. Would you like actually go and like zipline through Chicago? Yeah, I'm not like I would do it because I don't want to get hazed if I don't. But like, or you know, not, like, into a chasm. <laughs> <laughs> don't want that. But I mean, like, just for like the fun of it, like today, like if I said we're going to Chicago and we're ziplining, would you do it? Yeah. Okay. Good answer. Anyway, we're going skydiving next year. Like who? Your family or like us? I mean, we can. I'm trying to get my dad to say yes, though. I just need him to sign a paper. <laughs> oh, so it's so you're just talking based on nothing. Well, laws and stuff. Anyway, moving. Um. On. This, uh. Oh yeah. So uh, this is the end of the physical training. Tris makes it, of course, and then they go like unpack food or something. Oh, Why is yeah, the Dauntless that's... doing that? Shouldn't Amity be doing that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they just and, use um, it in place of parent day, so that way we can get mom in the picture. Right, and so, uh, wait, oh yeah, parent day, I forgot about that. Anyway, um, then her mom is like, listen, you're divergent, hide it from everybody, don't tell anybody. And, um, and this dude comes out and looks at her, and is like, like, hey, what are you doing? And she would have definitely seen her mom, like, she was standing and he was standing direct eye line, but of course when it pans back at her mom, his mom, her mom what? is not there. She's gone. It can't be right. She's appeared. She done it. And, and this is this is why I wrote needs more Peter. <laughs> <laughs> that would have mm. actually been like better if it was Peter who came up and like was like. Oh, I wasn't writing about that. Here? I was just like, oh, it just I... needs more Peter in general. <laughs> well, I'm saying that it would have been like kind of an interesting like little story thing if he did it. Because like, this movie doing? doesn't have enough story Confu- in it. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> we need right, like six so, more subplots. This is just what I wrote in book. I liked it, so I have no idea what's next. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so what happens next? They do mental. They do mental training. This is where the movie kind of drags for me. Yeah. And- so they do mental training. Molly gets all hecked up and. uh Tris is divergent so she can beat it really fast. Yeah. And, like, they really, the whole, I feel like in the book, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to be talking about it, but we're past the physical training, so I can. Um, But in the book, they do a lot better explaining, like, the emotions and how the characters feel during this time, but also because, you know, it's in, like, first person and they're, like, right in their head as well. But um, in the movie, it's kind of, it's not as, um, like, personal as it was in the book you know because like in the movie you're like or i mean in the book you're like honed in on everything she's feeling like how fast her heart is racing all the thoughts going through her head how she's feeling and um then in the movie you don't get that because you're not like actually in her head so like there's that element lost in the movie um and like that's it's it's like that in like any movie that's adapted from a book in the first person so but I just feel like it loses some of it in this area. Yeah. Yay, so, um, what in the world did I write? I, <laughs> I just wrote more pop. Pop again, and then I wrote more pop. You're probably drinking pop. Some soda pop. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know what I was talking about. What's um, next? Oh, next? yeah. Let's just... Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this is when a uh, uh, Al gets to throw, uh, gets to try to throw whatever her name is off the balcony. Tris, chuck her overboard. Adios, fam. I was kind of disappointed in this scene too. Like, yeah. Well, I it's wasn't. A, it's a whole ordeal in the other thing, um, but in this thing, it is uh kind of anticlimactic. It's just kind of like, oh my gosh, we're gonna throw her over, and then nothing happened like they literally could have just shoved her and she'd be gone but like i don't know yeah yeah but uh uh so uh al is found out when uh tris pulls off his mask and it, al's face I, I like al's face it, it, i love al man he's my <laughs> best he's my best friend but i would hang out with peter more it's like peter seems peter seems like um that he seems like Johnny from Karate Kid. 
Yeah. Just uh, bullying kids. Good heavens. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, oh, actually, I really wanted to say this because, oh, but that's for the book. Never mind. Yeah, we got to save it for the next one now, hon. Going before I say it because it's like real. It's a really good part that wasn't missed, but whatever. Maybe I'm okay. This is where this is where the notes get a little skimpy for me. Um, I and then oh yeah, so uh, so uh, Tris sleeps uh at a at at Four's place Mm -hmm. and just at his place and um uh she I oh I wrote nice hair because her hair is (laughs) perfect. Yeah, like I didn't see any conditioner in there at the uh, in those open showers. So yeah, that's a good. <laughs> and so Trisco mm-hmm. Tris goes back into reality uh, with all the other people, and uh, um, Will it's comes really up. like kind of hold on. It's, I just want to say it. it's really pointless because um, the way so I do have to compare this part to the book because they set it up as though she was really kind of traumatized and she had to spend the night at fours because you know she was like all beat up and stuff in the book she got knocked out and all that so it made sense for her to go to fours room right right um and then in the movie like ollie was kind of just like shove around a bit like that's not enough cause to spend a a night in someone else's hot and like someone else's room and then she gets there and then everyone's like oh my god what happened to you and then they're like, and she's like, wait, nothing. I have a question. Yeah. It's about the book. So I'm, I'm allowing you to answer. Okay. Um, did, is Peter one of the people who tries to throw her over? Oh yeah. It's Peter, um, Edward, no, Edward, Edward's already gone. Peter, his other lackey dude and, um, Al. Doesn't change my opinion. I still love them both. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, and so I kept getting Al and Will mixed up again. And so mm-hmm. when Al goes up to uh, um, apologize in the middle of the like cafeteria, sorry, I tried to kill you, man. Um, She's like, stay Tris away from me, I'll is... kill you. Yeah, and then um, I just wrote poor Willie because <laughs> I thought because I thought he was. I just got there mixed up. Okay. Okay. And then I yeah, wrote but... my notes again. More pop. I don't. I don't <laughs> know what is happening. Okay. I just wrote more pop. Let, let me, I was trying to finish my thing. So Al comes up and tries to apologize. And then she's like, if you don't stay away from me, I'll kill you. Like in the book, it makes more sense for her to say that. Because she's like physically like messed up. Like she has like a big black eye. She's like limping and stuff. And so it makes more sense for her to say that. In the movie, all that happens is she has like a cut on her eye or something. And she already had that from her other fight. So it's like, not not a big deal. Right. Right, but I so think that's that, why uh, I, line, I'm, I'm pretty sure that involves the book. Pretty sure yeah, but I that. said that that was part of my thing as to, I had to explain why I didn't like this um, part of the thing. Because, like, they, it, it, yeah, because it implies her as being, like, really messed up when in reality not much happened to her in the movie. So they right. either should have, listen, let me finish. They either should have really <gasps> taken it from the book and shoved it in your face there or just not done it at all. Moving on. Okay, are you? But done? I mean, it does spur Al's <laughs> suicide, so. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, Al uh, jumps in the chasm. Then they, which is like hundreds of feet deep, they just pull them back up easily. Like, mm-hmm. no sweat, just the- pulling them up. Yeah, and um, then here at this part, okay, well, whatever. I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, for the simple reason that it just, like, it didn't really make sense, like, in the, um, I have to compare it with the book just a little bit, like, it's not gonna spoil anything for the book like I did in The Hunger Games, so it's not gonna do, like, crazy thing, but, like, in the book, because of this scene also, that leads to them, like, dating, I guess you could say, um, but in this, that he just basically trains her. But in the move in the book, it's a little more like touchy feely. You got that. And right. then, oh, and then he does a horrible <sighs> job explaining. Oh, well, I'm sorry, his tattoos are all wrong. 
That's what I need to say. Oh Especially my gosh, him. Madeline. <laughs> His tattoos don't matter. <laughs> yes. And then also, Save Tris it for the- hold on, hold on. And then Tris doesn't get her abnegation and dauntless tattoos. That's all. That I'm, you can speak. Oh, never mind. Hold on. Well, can I go now? Oh, but we did forget to talk about something. Uh, for being like abused by his dad. Huh? Remember what? What are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. For being beaten by Marta- Marcus. Oh well, I wasn't gonna really talk about that because it wasn't in the movie all that much. You're taking my instructions too far, Madeline. <laughs> no. Okay. No, here's what I was gonna say. Because before this, Tris goes and sees her brother. Remember? Mm-hmm. And then she gets taken away, and she's about to beat these erudite guards. But how do the erudite guards learn how to fight? Because they're peaceful people with their glasses. Guards, they're probably dauntless, right? Yeah, but they're wearing blue because they're erudite. So, fam, what's happening? You know what? I entirely forgot about that, Bart. Should we and talk then... about the fact that uh, uh, someone's trying to overthrow the government in the middle of all this? Or not? <laughs> No, no, no. We have to leave that stupid undercurrent way deep under the current and then get back to it later and it's just some grand big reveal like in the movie. Doesn't right. make sense. Moving on. So, um, okay, so then they kiss and it's just so romantic. Like, I was so invested. I had to skip over and... that part because my parents were in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing even happens. They just kiss. I know, but I knew that if it was there, they'd be like, Madeline, what are you watching? Like, nothing. Moving on. Okay. So, um, oh, yeah. So, um, uh, oh, also his room isn't right. We are moving on. I don't, Madeline, (laughs) shut up. Just don't. (laughs) Four takes Tris on a giant. Four takes Tris on a roof, and they're like, Listen, the erudite are bringing in these things. It's the trackers for later. Trackers. It's really just to kill everybody or control them. And uh, they basically like, explain the entire plot in a, like in two minutes instead of putting it like random details in throughout the whole movie as kind of yeah. like the book did. Uh, um, the book did not do that. It kind of did. Like remember, there's that one part where she hears the abnate the erudite where she hears Janine talking to the head dude i forgot his name i forgot about that anyway um so i just had a note that four says they have enough to build an army and it doesn't click that they're gonna be them yeah i was just like that's not subtle at all foreshadowing and this is when i just mentioned the great i just mentioned the great score again i forgot what it was um i just noted the great score again by junkie xl anyway Mm -hmm. so uh this is where we get to um Oh, it was, I, I remember why. It was for the, this is the in training, like, uh, where she goes in mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I actually did kind of like how they did this. Because, um. I, I um, did too, I like it. It. Um, so. I did take notes of this. So, I liked how they kept it, like, short and simple. But they did. Never mind, I'm not going to say that. Uh, but I liked how, how like, at the end, um, uh, they make it seem like she's finally done. And then she has to shoot Yeah, yeah I like that. And then and, um, she doesn't. Uh, what's next? So this is when uh, everybody gets a celebratory uh, tracker. And really, it's so that they can control yeah. all of them. And guess what? If you're divergent, you don't have to. You, I mean, you don't get controlled by this stuff. So this is when we get to a really, really, really dumb part. So anyway, everybody's mm-hmm. in lines and stuff, and uh, Triss is like, better hide with these people, because something bad's gonna happen to me. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, hold on a second. They skipped over the entire uh, dinner? I remember nothing about a dinner. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought, because I was watching, and I was like, did they skip over the dinner, or did I just, like, fast Moving on. So, it? then so, this idiot okay, walks up, on. and he's like, hey, man, what's going Man, I don't even know what's going on. Like, what's happening right now, man? I don't... I, I get... He might as well be Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Hey, man. What are you doing? Taking interest in science. 
And uh, so anyway, he gets shot because he's an idiot. But how is he sm- so smart to be in Dauntless and be Divergent and, like, get through all the tests and stuff and then be that dumb? That wasn't in the book, right? That was not? Yeah. Are you supposed uh, to be talking about the book, Madeline? That's what no, I thought. No, I don't. No. So, um... Uh, you asked uh, me! They they give everybody, everybody a gun, which, by the way, looks exactly like the pulse rifle from Aliens, except a little bit skinnier. I just had to note that. And I noticed it. So, Triss, and then they get on this train so they can take them to Abnegation, so Erudite can overthrow Abnegation by using Donless. And uh, that's the entire plot of the movie, except it's only in the last, like, 20 minutes. And, um... Triss, uh, is yeah. not carrying the gun when she goes up to four like, in the train, yeah. and she... What she doesn't like walk backwards to get her gun, does she? No, but I she I, might have just slung it over her back or something. <laughs> and so, yeah. Whatever. And so then they Minor go detail. to whatever it's called, abnegation, and they're rounding up everybody. And then uh, Eric's like, "Man, look at four. He's so dumb. Look, look. He's like being enhanced. He, he's like in this trance, and I'm just gonna beat him up." So, um, he thinks he's faking. And so, like, Thor clenches his that. jaw once, and then Eric's like, wait a minute, man. What was he doing right there? And, um, so he puts a gun up to Thor's head, and then, uh, Triss puts a gun up to, uh, Eric's head, and then, uh, what's that dude's name? The other, the other dude who works along with, side with Eric, he, uh, the puts the guy. gun up to Triss's head, Mac? And four puts his gun up to the dude, the black dude, the dude who put up. The, the, the... It's like a scene in this one Hawaii Five O episode. There is like ten dudes all in this one house, and they yeah. all just had. I, I, I know that. So I, I actually did like it. I did I like just the gun showdown. That was um. That was nice. I just yeah. I just like that part. And then she bam, him. she shoots him. Oh, in the leg. Yes, does she shoots Eric in the leg? Um, so not much not happens. It's okay. Let's just say they make it to where they need to go, but war, but war well. gets taken by the assistance of her mom. For Tris makes it out, so they run into the streets and the city and stuff, and people are chasing for uh, Tris and her mom, and uh, and uh, she yeah, she well. kills Will, but in the it would have much more of emotional impact if they actually said they were Chris and Christina and Will said they were dating, but they didn't. Uh huh. They kind of like they kind of just barely hint at it when they were walking down the corridor because they do some like they do, like this kind of thing like that like people who are dating do when they like walk together. I don't know. It's just like a little like yeah, we do hair touchy thingy. I don't know. And I was like, okay, maybe that's yeah, so to Will, for that. Yeah, so Will gets dropped by Triss, and her mom, her mom got shot. And I have to note, I think it's right here. Um, her mom gets shot in the arm, and like a bunch mm-hmm. of blood spurts out of it, and um, like, no, 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 no it's what, not wrong. Uh, someone gets shot. Someone. It, it might be in. No, it's in the. It's when they break in. It's Trish, no, it's in the facility. Oh, someone gets shot, shot in the arm in the facility. After, we'll, oh. we'll go and we we will get there. And, um, so Triss's mom dies, oh, okay. and Triss actually does a pretty good, like, really grief cry. Yeah, like, Shailene Woodley's a pretty good actor. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually, uh, emotional. I actually felt, like, that she was really sad, not just, it's not like the, fi- it's not like the figure where Mac no. just, uh, oh, oh my parents are dead, whatever, man. <laughs> Not that bad. <laughs> and um, okay, move on. Oh yeah, I noted the skinny pulse rifle. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So um, no, no, it was here. It was here. Someone, I think Tris, uh, Tris's mom gets shot in the stomach and the arm, and she gets shot in the arm, and there's a really nice blood spurt, and it's surprising amount of blood for a PG thirteen movie, and I think it was practical. Like like they like rigged a uh, blood explosion on her arm. It looked too real to be CG, or just, um, they mm-hmm. also blew their budget on that. But normally, when you're doing CG blood, it has that really shiny mm-hmm. look, but it looks really realistic and gritty in the movie. And I, I, yeah. I appreciated that, because it was quite a bit of blood, too. And so, um, 
Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah. Tris, and, Tris and her dad and her brother uh, break into the um, big old Aerodite facility where they're, where Kate Winslet is controlling everybody. And... No, no, no. It was Dauntless. It doesn't facility. matter. Or was it, it? It seriously doesn't. I Because in the book, it's Dauntless. I can't remember in the movie because I didn't take notes on this part. I literally All just right. watched it like... So, um, I, I, this is probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Uh, they meet Peter, and probably because it's Peter, I love Peter. And um, Tris holds a gun up to Peter in this behind this really bad green in front of this really bad green screen. I don't know what happened. And um, so turns out Peter's divergent too. Mm-hmm. And um, oh dang it, I forgot. He's not <laughs> divergent, dude. They didn't give him. They they didn't give him the shot because they were gonna be like, oh, you could be enough area that in the movie. Cool, in the know? movie, it's heavily implied yeah, that he's divergent. Um, I think it actually is because in the movie, in the following movies in the series, I think he is divergent. Whatever. So um, oh, okay. Okay, so yeah. um, I wrote down the line. Why do people keep saying that when a uh, she uh Tris is holding Peter up to gunboy and Peter's like, We're not really gonna shoot me. And like two people said that to Tris earlier in the movie. And Tris goes, Why do people keep saying that? And then she shoot, shoots him in the leg. It was I, I love that moment. It was pretty good. It's probably one of the best parts of the movie. Why do people keep saying that? And then she shoots him in the leg. Um and uh so I, I also noted that for the third time I love Peter. I just I really what happened here that it made me love him? So anyway, uh, Triss's dad sacrifices himself. We're running a little long here. Whatever. Triss's dad sacrifices himself uh, to save. No, something. Triss sacrifices. Triss's father sacrifices himself. Yeah, to save. And um, to save yeah. them, so that way they can get past the guards. And so now it's Caleb, Peter, and Marcus, and Triss who are breaking into the main facility where Four is being held captive, and um. So four and Tris have like a little yeah, and uh, Tris is about to kill him, and then I I do like this moment because earlier in the movie uh, uh, it's noted that four can't kill an innocent person without looking away, and so to get him to not shoot her while she's lying on the ground, Mm -hmm. uh, she like tilts his head towards the towards the other side. I did that was a good callback to an earlier scene. Uh huh. Oh, oh my gosh, yes, and then I I actually wrote this down. It's Triss in the chair. No. Did you notice that? It's like actually Triss in the chair that of the girl that he has to shoot. And then so that's like you know what? foreshadowing to it later. Looked, it looked a little similar in the movie. But I didn't I couldn't it No, it was her. My gosh, it she looks right oh, into I the camera. Forgot. You know what? I think you I seriously remember, I missed think that? I, I barely remember seeing it, but I didn't write it down because I was like, I I already knew what happened. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's foreshadowing. There's. Could you tell? But I didn't pick up on that thing where she moved his head because I didn't. Uh, well, it's per- that. And uh, so uh, four joins her side, and um, uh, no, we're not. Hold on, I'm not done. Yeah, happily ever after. And for, like, so uh, two days. Trish goes up to Kate yeah. Winslet and is like, shut the thing down. And uh, uh, Trish go- and uh, she's holding a gun up to Kate Winslet's head. And Kate Winslet goes, well, I don't think you'd really shoot me. Because you're not that type of virgin per- per- person. What am I saying? And then uh, Trish goes, no, I'm divergent. I don't know. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about that. That doesn't hold up very well in my mind. That is a little... That was a little... No. Not great. Yeah. That wasn't... I'm sure that wasn't a book. If she would have just stuck to her... If... No, it wasn't. But I think if instead of... um, Instead of her saying the thing to Peter, the, why do people keep saying that to me? And she would have just been like, like, said something different there. And then said at that part, why do people keep saying that to me? I feel like that. No, would I actually, important. yeah, that'd you be, it, it has like it, it'd be like one of those uh, catchy one-liners before the kill. I, I do like that a little bit more. Yeah, but instead hey, we get it. At don't Peter talk about part. Peter like that. 
But if it, yeah, I just yeah, if they would have saved that line for right there, I think it would have worked better than when it worked with Peters, even though Peters worked great. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, so uh, anyway, Kate Winslet okay. shuts it down, and then uh, Kate Winslet. Why do I keep saying that? I don't like saying her name, Janine. I don't like saying that. And uh, so anyway, uh, Kate Winslet um, Matthews. runs away. And um, like she she does this little like turn and dash. And the music cue is so over the top. It's like, and she just like, and she does her little scuffle run in high heels. And it's hilarious. And I actually did note, I forgot to mention it. When they're in the um, breaking into the facility, the score was a little over the top. It kind of oversold what was happening, in my opinion. But that doesn't matter. That's mm. what ha- what it what has happened has happened. Mm. And um, uh, so then they're all cool, and Fours with That's his fine. abusive father, and Triss's family's dead except Caleb. But Caleb doesn't really count because he's ugly. And um, and he, but I can't say. It. Never mind. We will get into the other movies. I promise. We'll get into it progressively. I only like, do like one every one two every months. two months. Yeah, I can handle. Well, yeah, because we have to also get like Hunger Games, Maze Runner, all the other ones. Yeah, we have to get all the all right. dystopian. So, ones um, there. I just noticed that um, you know how they end on a train. So it's kind of like the end of Hunger Games, mm-hmm. but in the end of Hunger Games, uh, Peta, I mean Peta, kind of. Was heartbroken by Katniss, but in this one, uh, four and Tris kind of bond together. Oh. So it's like a, it's like the opposite ending Aww. of longer games. And that's all the notes I have, and that's yeah. the end of the movie. Katniss, you heartbreaker! Wait, does I'm pretty Yay! sure the voiceover doesn't return. Yay! I'm almost positive it doesn't return. Because. I so we can't confirm. Uh, yeah, so that's it for <laughs> until the next sequel when Shailene Woodley gets her awful hair. Seriously, that looks so nasty. <laughs> like, ugh, it just made me want to throw up every time not I see good. it. Like, I get it. She it looks so ugly, it, but it's just not good. Okay, <laughs> so y- yes. It looks, so it really looks so bad. Like, go look at, look okay. at a picture of uh, Triss and Insurgent. Her hair looks putrid. And I get it because uh, Shailene Woodley was actually filming um, The Fault in Our Stars. But, like, I'd rather watch a really bad wig than look at that the mm-hmm. whole movie. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Madeline, how do you rate Divergent? Uh, on its own, I think I'd give it a Madeline, I'm very pr- I'm, I'm proud of you for saying on its own. And I can't compare it to the book. Because we can get into the book <laughs> next time. I'm proud of you uh, for holding yourself back. I gotta... I'm really trying. It's, you know it's difficult. I think six is good because it's slightly over mediocre. <laughs> and... <laughs> and also it's her nickname and no like literally no one has mentioned it like barely in the book because like she gets six fears at the end remember she gets over like one of her fears and she's like now they can call you six and four and it's like ah oh, and then they don't ever reference it again okay whatever in the book. never mind different story. i almost rejected my i almost <laughs> re what's it called when you like take something back re I almost re- reda- um, ret- retracted my retracted? Retracted. but anyway, um, uh, I I have to give it a yeah, give it a six too because it's slightly over mediocre, and um, I, it's probably is it the best of the series? Probably, yeah. But then again, I haven't seen the other yeah. one in a while. Definitely. All right, so me either. Uh, let's plug our other stuff that uh, like. Who's actually listening? If you're listening to this all the way through, um, I can say I can say hi, hi Corbin. Maybe, maybe he's listening. <laughs> I don't know. Hi. So uh, I can. I don't I mean, think any, I 50, don't know if any of my friends actually plays. care about this. Like none of them. 
Yeah. I know. So people is that like total do place care. or like all the way through. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um we will uh be doing the um uh Jack Reacher book, the first one Killing Floor next, I think. We'll probably have some we'll probably have a movie. One. We'll probably have a movie in between there. Yay, so it might take I'm a little excited. bit of time to read the book. Uh and <laughs> to get through the whole thing. They are all really right. good books though. I think you'll really like them. They're like the style of writing is really kind of difficult to get through. <laughs> All right, but like, uh, and so go check out my YouTube channel, I watch our studios. And if you came, if you came from this, if you came to this podcast yeah. from my YouTube channel, man, I, yeah, <laughs> totally. And good uh, on so, you. Uh, go check out that I post nerd stuff. And then what, Madeline? Do you still post on your channel? Yeah. So we're just we have videos like lined up, but it's like. Just, yeah, so go check out Red Bluebirds and Mushroom right Studios. So. And Madeline, lead us out. All right. Thank y'all for listening to this podcast about a movie that is totally inconsequential to society. And Bye. we will see y'all Ooh, right on 60 next minutes. time. Bye. Yeah, we just kind of been taking a break. And you're not on a boat anymore. Like, so. we've been moving and stuff.